Hey, my village, it's your coach Mo back with another episode. And today's topic is going to be about single mothers and self-care. This is pretty much going to be another quick topic that I'm going to talk about. Um, I know I mentioned about single mothers and self-care on the previous episode when I talked about single mothers, but I just want to add a little bit more to it. Um, but single motherhood can be incredibly rewarding experience, but it can also be incredibly challenging. As I explained before, raising child on your own can be exhausting and it can easily put, um, be put, put your own needs on the back burner. Um, this is something that single moms do all the time. However, single, I mean, self-care is an essential part of being a happy, healthy, and effective parent. So today's episode, we will explore the importance of self-care for single mothers and provide some tips for incorporating self-care into your daily routine. So let's talk about why self-care is important for single mothers. Um, Self-care is not a luxury. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) It is a necessity. Let me repeat that. Self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Taking care of yourself is essential for maintaining your physical and mental health, as well as emotional well-being. As a single mother, it can be easy to put your own needs on the back burner and focus solely on your children, but please don't do that. However, neglecting your own needs can lead to burnout. I mentioned that before, stress and exhaustion. Trust me, I've been there before where I was so burnt out to the point where I was sick for days and barely could walk. I couldn't hold nothing in. I had to call my mom, my son, dad, everything to help me. Like I literally couldn't take care of myself. Like I was so weak and burnt out and exhausted. My body was shutting down. So please don't do that. This is why this is so important to me because I want to help save somebody else from their self. Um, By taking care of yourself, you can recharge your battery and show up as a better parent for your children. So here are some tips for incorporating self-care into your daily routine. There's going to be, let me see, six tips. So number one is going to be make time for yourself. Always make time for yourself. It can be easy to feel like there's not enough hours in a day, which I've felt so many times. But it is important to carve out time for yourself. Even if it's just 15 minutes a day, use that time to do something that makes you happy. I use this time like... I schedule time in the morning before my son wake up. If I know he have to get up at 630, I'm getting up at five so I can have time. And I would do that. um, Some yoga, stretch, meditate, listen to music. Um, Try to be quiet because I just want that time to myself uninterrupted and to focus on me to um, set my energy before dealing with people because that's very important for me. So I would get up before anybody's up just so I could have that alone time, drink some coffee, whatever. I know I'm losing sleep, but I know I have that peace and quiet all to myself. So number two, ask for help. I mentioned this before multiple times, ask for help. It can be tempting to try to do everything on your own, but it is important to ask for help when you need it. Reach out to friends, family, or a support group for help with child care, household tasks, or emotional support. Um, there's a lot of people I know used to be like, when I teach people how to master time management and work-life balance, they always say, I don't have time. And 
I need help. I got to do all these things. And I'm like, you're doing them because you don't, you have control issues. You don't want nobody to help you. They offer to help you reject them because some people have feelings of, well, I don't want them to be like, if it wasn't for me, you couldn't do this, this, but it don't matter what people say. If you need the help, you need the help. Um, I know I've helped people like delegate tasks, help, have your kids help you. They know how to do it. They're appropriate age to start learning how to be responsible, help you do dishes, vacuum, stuff like that. Let go of some stuff. It might not turn out the way that you want it to that how you would do it. But the fact is you get time back to yourself to do other important things. So don't forget to ask for help. Hire a maid if you need to hire somebody to meal prep, which if you need to, if you can afford to do it, do it. Don't you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be the end all be all for everyone and everything. And another one, number three, prioritize sleep. This was my issue. I would be living off four hours of sleep a day, working around the clock, doing everything. But now that I'm in my late 30s, I'd be exhausted. I cherish my little sleep time. I'd be like, uh, I'm too, I'm too old to be working this hard. Like, mm, I'm trying to get closer to the soft life <laughs> where I can relax and reclaim my time and get some sleep. But as a single mother, it can be difficult to get a good night's sleep. I remember uh, years ago, a few years ago, my doctor asked me to be a part of a sleep study because I have not went into like um, deep sleep since I became a mom. And she's like, you only been in a rim. And we were able to test this out with technology, like my Apple Watch. I would go to sleep with my Apple Watch and it monitors like your sleep patterns because you're... Um, your resting beat, heartbeat and stuff like that, it monitors that. So when I would check the report and show my doctor the report on my watch app, she's like, you, you're not going into deep sleep. You're in the REM. Like you literally are lights. I always say I'm a light sleeper is because I never go into deep sleep. Every once in a while, I'll have a dream where I go and sleep deep enough to have a dream. But she was like, you need to be in this sleep study because um, ever since you became a mom, 14 years, you literally don't get a full night's sleep. Like I will sleep maybe four or five hours, but it's very light. Anything can wake me up because I'm not going into deep sleep. So that's really not healthy. It's not normal. Let me tell you that <laughs> because you shouldn't wake up and still feel tired like you never went to sleep. And that's how I felt for over a decade. So it's crazy, but <laughs> we still working on it. Uh, sometimes I use melatonin um, vapor thing to uh, it's an essential oil vapor that I get from this company called Cloudy. I'm actually an ambassador for it. I might try to remember to add that in here, my link where you can get some discounts on the little uh, Cloudy essential oil um, diffuser vapor. But that helps me go to sleep. And I feel like I, I know why they call it cloudy because you feel like you're sleeping on clouds like cloud nine. But it's all natural. It's all essential oils. There's no nicotine, none of that, no TCH, whatever, um, THC, whatever. But it's really, it worked really well with helping me get a good night's sleep. I've been using it for about two years now. But I'll try to include that link in the um, description. But however, prioritizing sleep is essential for maintaining your physical and mental health. Try to establish a bedtime routine that aim to get six, seven to eight hours of sleep per night. I wish. <laughs> but uh, number four, practice mindfulness. Um, some people don't really understand what mindfulness is, but mindfulness is a practice that can help you stay present in the moment and reduce stress and anxiety. Because I have severe anxiety, like I literally have to do mindfulness stuff 
all the time just to keep me just cool, mellow. But take a few minutes each day to practice deep breathing, meditation. I live for my meditation. I live for, I have literally a playlist of like meditation music um, or what I call my um, motivational music playlist, things like that, because it keeps me calm. I have to listen to it throughout work because now I'm back working in a call center and sometimes that can be triggering where you deal with difficult customers and stuff and I have to find a way to get back to me and get back to my peace. So I would play music in one ear that's just calming music that keeps me good throughout the day. But uh, mindfulness training is really important um, to eliminate that stress and reduce stress. So whatever you have to do, meditate, breathe, deep breathing, take a walk, listen to music, whatever your thing is, go ahead and do that. Number five, make healthy choices. And this is in regards to like eating. Um, I had changed my life when I started eating better because it gave me more energy, things like that. So eating a healthy diet and exercising regularly can help you feel your best. Um, You can keep up with your kids. (laughs) That's number one. Um, But make an effort to eat nutritious foods and engage in physical activity. What I have a habit of doing, I every day at work, I can't eat heavy because I will be no good. I'll be sluggish. I won't be able to have the same energy um, on every call. Um, Just I wouldn't feel myself like I would just feel like uh, heavy stuff like that. So I only eat fruits. So every day I bring watermelons, strawberries, grapes and apples, and I probably eat a banana But I start my morning off with either some oatmeal, um, a cinnamon raisin, um, either bread or English muffin um, with jelly or peanut butter on it and some coffee and a banana. But then for lunch, I'll snack on popcorn at work uh, because it's a healthy snack. So I'll snack on some popcorn and fruit and um, I'll have salad or... Um, like soup or something, something really light because I cannot have any heavy foods. I literally would be no good. Or sometimes I make a sandwich. I'll bring a sandwich to work um, or some pasta. Um, I do a pasta salad. So I'll have a salad and pasta salad and fruits. And that's all I eat at work. So I'm clean eating at work. Then I may have something at home for dinner, but I eat lightly every day. But it makes me feel good. I don't feel sluggish. I can uh, function after eating and don't want to go straight to sleep. Try not to do too many carbs, but just clean eating so I won't um, I won't feel like icky. I just don't feel good after eating heavy foods. Uh, but the last one is treat yourself. You are the most important person. Um, it's important to celebrate your accomplishments and treat yourself from time to time. Whether it is just a bubble bath, a massage, a night out with friends, make an effort to do something special for yourself. I do this all the time. I will go out to eat in a quick minute by myself to celebrate my accomplishments. Like this week, I just finished class yesterday and I got an A-. That's that's an accomplishment for me. I shoot to get an A in every class. I'm in grad school. I got four, four classes left to get my PhD. That is an accomplishment. So I celebrate that every eight weeks when I'm past another class because it's one step closer to having doctor in front of my name. I don't take that lightly. This costs me a lot. <laughs> Energy, time, money, 
everything sacrifice from being having more time with my son because I'm working full time now um, these last three months and then school then my business and then him like it's just a lot so I celebrate that because I'm like I deserve it this I worked hard for this <laughs> and um I would take a bubble bath any little thing those things I do on like self-care day give me 30 minutes to myself to read a book I go buy books all the time because I'm I'm a I love reading I'm a um what do you call it? a career student? I love learning. So even though despite all the books I have to read for school and articles and stuff like that, I still love to read other books or listen to audio books, whatever. Um, I don't do the going out with friends and stuff because that's not me. It's never been me. I never did clubs, none of that. Uh, even at 37, I still don't do that stuff. I don't drink. I don't smoke. So I don't like to be around those environments, but I will take a trip. <laughs> like um, my son graduates this week and we're going to Mexico in three weeks for Father's Day weekend so we're going to celebrate we're going to have fun the summer's here then July we got another vacation so it's like I do reward myself I treat myself because I deserve it and I appreciate my hard work (laughs) that I do for myself but um it's important to celebrate those accomplishments and treat yourself whether um whether it's like doing something big or small, any little thing counts. I go buy myself some new pens because I love collecting pens. I have like over 200 pens. They have to have like furry stuff on it, designs, different things, sparkly, anything that catch my my eye. But I collect journals too. So I'll go reward myself with a new journal, coffee mugs. I collect cups, anything with affirmations, um, pictures. I collect, so I go treat myself to a new affirmation picture to put at my desk or a new mug to drink coffee out of for my podcast, like my tea with Coach Mo. It's all a part of my brand, but I will treat myself. But those are the six tips that I have for you. Hopefully this helps someone. So basically in conclusion, self-care is an important and essential. It's an essential part of being a happy, healthy, and effective single mother um, or mother period. It don't even have to just be a single mother by making time for yourself, asking for help, prioritizing sleep, practicing mindfulness, making healthy choices and treating yourself. You can show up as the best version of yourself for your children. Remember, take care of yourself. It's not selfish. It's necessary until next time. Coach Mo out.